Kia ora and welcome to this episode of The Amateur Austenite. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. We're almost at the end of the courtship. Today I'm going to be talking about the penultimate episode, episode 11. We are down to the last four guys. Miss Remy says that she thinks she can change Mr. Chapman, which as you know is always a big red flag whenever a woman thinks that in a relationship. She did spend the night with him and her family is commenting on how great she looks the next morning, hint, hint. They're referring to Mr. Chapman's staying over with her as an overnight, which interestingly is bachelor, bachelorette speak. Of course, during the Regency period, staying overnight with someone that you were not married to was not an option. So it was never going to be an option for this show, but it's an option that Mr. Chapman has chosen for himself. It's very clear that the other guys know that this happened. The guys are attempting to be a bit stiff upper lip about this, but Mr. Judge in particular says that it does make him uncomfortable. Mr. Chapman admits to the guys that the reason he stayed over with her was to try and figure out his feelings. He doesn't think the other guys need to do this because for them it's clear. The hilarious main event for today is all the guys doing chores, assisted by Miss Remy and then one of the members of the court, which the host refers to as chore play and everybody is laughing about this and Mrs. Remy says please not in front of your parents. Miss Remy and Mr. Judge heard ducks which is as hilarious as you would assume. Then Mr. Remy turns up to help set up the picnic table. The whole point of them doing the chores is to set things up for them to basically have an outdoor picnic which they call something fancy in French. Miss Remy and Mr. Chapman are tasked with getting honeycomb from the hives Miss Remy basically has a panic attack, but Mr. Chapman is all go. He's real professional about it. Pretty impressed with him. Not that I'm judging Miss Remy, because I would definitely have a panic attack. In fact, I would nope out before we got anywhere near the hives. Mr. Chapman is potentially more scared of spending time with Mrs. Remy alone, and he has right to, because she gets right down to brass tacks. What is your nomadic lifestyle like? When are you going to commit and settle down? I think those are actually two different things, but people tend to think they're the same thing. That to be committed to somebody, you need to be living with them, etc, etc. He admits that he doesn't know, and the Remy's senior, in a separate interview, basically say, that's not good enough. Miss Remy and Mr. Cones have to wrangle and then milk a goat. It seems like they're both thinking about the same thing. She's wondering why he hasn't stepped up and been more physical with her, and he's wondering why she doesn't seem to be interested when he is. Miss Remy falls twice. Mr. Combs first tries speaking sweetly to the goat and then ends up having to aim the udder and sort of shoot the milk at the bucket. Mr. Cones then makes cheese with Miss Clary, Tessa. I'd never remember what her proper name is. And she basically tells him to step it up with Miss Remy. Miss Remy and Mr. Bokikio are supposed to be feeding the chickens and getting the eggs. But Miss Remy can tell Mr. Bokikio's got a wall up because he's pissed that she's been spending time with Mr. Chapman. She calls him on it and says we have to be open with our feelings to each other which interestingly is what the tea leaf reader said last week miss remy admits to him she's in love with him this was shocking does it mean the whole thing is over does everyone else go home is she in love with multiple people at once will that be acceptable in my opinion mr bokikio blows it he is honest 
at least. He doesn't say I love you when he doesn't. But he says, I like you and goes on to say, how can I feel secure when there's all these other guys? She's literally just said that she loves you, dude. Stop it. In a roundabout way, Miss Remy realizes that he's still centering himself and not thinking about her and the difficult position that she's in. And he seems really collected and together while she is falling apart. I kind of hope she'd send him home right then and there, but she doesn't. She just walks away. Mr. Bokekio is meant to be making bread with Mrs. Baker. Appropriate, considering her name is Baker. But he ends up bitching about the other guys and that they're not here for marriage. But he is, despite the fact that he's been avoiding answering questions about whether he's going to propose and be committed at the end. He's throwing everyone else under the bus. And he doesn't say the really big thing, which he should start off with. Your sister said she loves me. The Remy senior tell Miss Remy they're not sure about Mr. Chapman. He's not ready to commit. He's not ready to settle down. You can tell by the look on her face. She doesn't want to hear this. She's trying to switch off, but also trying to be respectful and listen and take in their advice. And it's so difficult. It strikes me almost like being a teenager in a way. Like, no, but I want to do the thing with the pretty boy. I feel for her. It appears that while this conversation is going on, Mr. Chapman's admitting to the boys that he doesn't love Miss Remy and... He uses a phrase which makes it sound very much like they did have sex and afterwards he went, you know, I don't love her. I'd know by now. And he says that he would need love to make a commitment and change his life. She's seeing a future with him that he's not. And the other guys are super uncomfortable listening to this. All these people are putting pressure on themselves in a highly stressful, highly controlled environment it's all fabricated this is not real life and it feels like they have this period of time and if they're not in love by the end of it that's it and life just isn't like that it's not fair to them or to the realities of love and relationships things can take a while to develop due to rain the outdoor picnic is moved inside just as Mrs. Baker is asking the guys what they talk about in their parlour, as they mentioned the conversations are now getting deeper as there's fewer of them, Footman appears with a letter, which we saw Mr. Combs writing the night before, about Mr. Chapman and everything he admitted to the guys. Miss Remy is crying and has to leave the table. Mrs. Baker kicks out her parents so that Miss Remy can address the boys directly. When confronted, Mr. Chapman admits... The letter is correct. Everybody leaves so he and Miss Remy can talk about it. She brings up the fact that he did almost leave, but he stayed. And he says he was listening to other people saying that he could be in love, but he wasn't listening to himself. I want her to scream at him. I slept with you. But she doesn't. She mentions letting guys go that did care for her. That was bad and he feels bad about that. He wants to give her a hug. She says no and he has to walk away. It doesn't seem fair that she has to stay after this, but she does. She talks about him having broken her heart twice. She did say earlier that sometimes she wanted some time in between to sort through her feelings, and this is probably one of those times. Mr. Chapman's departure doesn't guarantee the other three positions in the final. They are all on the dance card. For a second, it seems like Mr. Cohen's letter isn't going to save him, but it does, and all of the guys stay. I wonder if this is the first show of this type where the Bachelor Bachelorette has had three choices in the finale. 
I understand that Miss Remy has had a big day and probably doesn't want to have to go through another goodbye, but I think she might be making it more difficult on herself in the long run, because next week she has to get rid of two guys, not just one. It should be noted that for this ball, it's the first time all of the women are wearing darker colours, or perhaps maybe the first time I've noticed all the women wearing darker colours, which kind of fits with how Miss Remy was feeling going into this. But they're all happy families at the end. All the guys are hugging the court and hugging Miss Remy. It'll be very interesting to see how it all plays out in the final week. This has been my summary of episode 11 of The Courtship. My name is Frances Duncan. You can find me at francisduncanwrites.com and on Twitter at Francis underscore Duncan. Thank you for listening and I wish you happy watching. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice Heavily Pride-focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!